Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. This is a Rogue Media Network podcast. Today on KWTX at 4, the annual Waco Cultural Arts Festival returns this weekend. And having guests over for the holidays, we'll show you how to maximize your space so everyone has room. Plus, in one week, a hiring fair brings over 60 employers and over 1,000 job openings to Waco at the Convention Center. Details on how to register coming up. KWTX at 4 starts now. Thanks for joining us. I'm here with Keisha Lopez and first alert meteorologist Camille Hawksworth and Texas Rangers fans still celebrating <laughs> after their history making World Series win over the Arizona Diamondbacks last night. Take a look. Yes. In their 63rd season. It's <laughs> there it is. I mean, and listen, the cheers weren't just there. They were pretty much all over the state of Texas and any Texas fans anywhere else in the country. Uh, the Rangers won with a score of five to zero, taking the series four games to one. Now, since the game was here in Texas, fans, of course, filled sports bars across the state to watch the game, watching on their phones, wherever they happened to be. And they rushed out to get their World Series champ merchandise after the win. I know some folks in this building did the same thing. Oh, yes. uh, I did not, but I know Tyler. others who did. Yes, that was <laughs> one of our producers, Tyler, yeah, and some other folks. Uh, but it, it is a really great day to celebrate. I mean, it's a, it's a really exceptional thing to win a World Series, and especially after all this time, mm -hmm. historic win, first time for the Rangers. Yeah, first time in the entire franchise. Franchise. That is so fun to be a part of. You know, it we're is. always talking about how we're part of history, but mm -hmm. even as a non-sports fan, that's just like some Texas pride right there it really coming is. through. It really is. <laughs> really. I think a lot of people feel that way too. So congratulations to Absolutely. the Rangers and all the Rangers fans too. Let's yes. go ahead and get to our daily four. Well, Texas Governor Greg Abbott and Oklahoma Governor Kevin Stitt have traveled to Israel to show their support for Israel and the war with Hamas. They met with Israeli officials. Abbott said he looked forward to gaining a deeper understanding of the horrific, you know, war that's going on there and how to help Israel safeguard their freedom. Abbott has taken steps to boost security and combat anti-Semitism across Texas by giving grant funding to several Jewish organizations for security and, of course, directing DPS to work with federal intelligence agencies on security. This is Abbott's third trip to Israel since being elected governor in 2015. Didn't hear a lot about this prior. I think this was kind of one of those unannounced visits that we mm -hmm. see, you know, when the president would travel or any dignitary. We it's usually a surprise when they come in and, mm -hmm. and, and do what they need to do diplomatically. Also, as part of uh, Abbott's initiative dealing with all this, he's directed the TEA the Texas Education Agency to provide resources to schools about how to talk to kids about a conflict like this and specific information about this particular conflict in the history of Hamas and Israel. So a lot being done there to help the kids understand. It's a hard thing to understand. It's a hard thing to see, even as an adult, but for kids yes. it has to be upsetting, I imagine. Yeah, our classrooms are so diverse, you yeah. know, it's bound to pop up even in the, the younger grades. Absolutely, so some resources there. Now to number two in our Daily Four. 
All right, if you've ever been snorkeling, you may have come across a starfish <laughs> and wondered, which part of this guy is the head? Well, scientists have been curious about this for years and years, and groups say they finally have it all figured out. <laughs> Through molecular analysis of the genes, they determine that a starfish is mostly just a big head. <laughs> That's it, just the head. Just the head, yeah. They said that over time, starfish have evolved to lose their bodies and become only the tops of the heads. There, The lead author said fossilized starfish ancestors appear to have a trunk attached. And the study was published Wednesday in the journal Nature. An opinion piece published with the study said starfish are like disembodied heads walking around the seafloor. <laughs> <Okay. laughs> and that their lips sprouted little two feet. So again, the opinion piece there. But <laughs> the, the arms are not actually arms, but more like extensions of the head as well. So that's kind of interesting to kind of have that discovery come about. I remember my neighbor growing up, uh, this couple, they went to the Bahamas and they brought back, they didn't have any kids, and so they're always giving the neighborhood kids little trinkets when they travel, and they brought us back starfish. I'd never cool. seen one before. It's really interesting, like, when you flip it over yeah. <laughs> to see the underbelly. The little, like, yeah, like teeth, or, maybe it's yeah. not teeth, but the little grooves on the inside. Mine only had five, I'm still gonna call them arms. Mine had five <laughs> arms, but I saw in the video there was one that had like eight or I've nine. seen that too, yeah. Some yes. of them just really have a, a very large head with lots of arms large on Large heads? I don't understand. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't get it. It's interesting. <laughs> I love that they showed a kid there because it, I think that when children learn about this kind of thing, it's really fascinating, mm -hmm. especially tide pools or if you go to the, one of those interactive aquariums where you can actually touch a couple things, it's not going to hurt the animal. Right. Um, then it's it's such a unique experience to feel the texture. Yes. You know, the starfish and everything. And, and now we're learning. Yeah. You're just grabbing on this big old head. When it's all crusty and dry it out, it's a little, it can <laughs> a little be a little exfoliating. Little oh, I've never done <laughs> that. Have you I done have that before? Tried uh, that. Yeah. Well, they have those sponges that are natural. Yeah. Um, oh, from the like ocean? Those. They're still yeah. hard. They're yeah, still I'm telling hard. you, it's like <laughs> grating cheese. It's true. You don't want to do They that. are still hard, even if you soak them. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Okay, well, listen, this is going to make things easy, number three in our daily four, much easier. Some retailers, they're giving shoppers a reason to be thankful this season, this Thanksgiving. They're offering cheaper holiday meals and one of them is Target, which is selling a full feast for four at a cost of $25. That includes a 10-pound turkey, potatoes, green beans, cranberry sauce, stuffing mix, and gravy. And customers can find that deal on Target's website. Walmart is also offering a lower price on holiday staples. The retailer has two meals, one you cook from scratch and another ready-to-bake option. And they're both cheaper than they were last year, which is nice considering inflation. Meanwhile, Aldi is also lowering the price of over 70 items by up to 50%. Seasonal items and kitchen staples are also included in that price reduction. So that's nice to know that you can do, you know, make the Thanksgiving meal happen even if mm -hmm. money's tight. I remember buying uh, sweet potatoes at, I believe, Walmart. And they're they were high like, right now. But at this year that I got them, they were like five cents or a piece of it was, wait, it, it was a wild deal. This was a couple of years back. Okay. Oh, yeah, like, wait, where are we going after the show? Yeah. They were so inexpensive, and I had all these sweet potatoes. Like, I'm going to eat sweet potatoes forever, and I didn't use all the sweet potatoes. Oh, I didn't no, use three of them. I gave them to neighbors. Okay, okay. I didn't want them to go to waste because I'm not cooking all the time. You know, we yeah. don't, it's not really our forte necessarily. Babe, always. you got to freeze try, that stuff. Try, Chop it up and put it, it in the freezer. That's, and you're yes. both freezer people. They both freeze things. I am a freezer things. person. Yeah, that's smart. It's a good thing to do. All right. Yeah, but I'm glad to know them. You know, $25 is really a Good, good deal, deal for it's all the deal. things you mentioned yeah. because we went to the drive-thru on a quick like hey yeah. we got to go through and I will tell you 40 bucks yeah I mean easily that $25 you know fed our family but for, how for many? fast food 
For four. For for just four of you. For just four of us. And we okay. didn't get like anything extravagant. Yeah. We were just like, get me a number, whatever, get a kid's yeah. meal, get a kid's meal. Yeah. And twenty five bucks. Yeah. yeah. So that that Pro whole entire meal, yeah, that sounds really nice. At so. least you've got the kids, the the the, the smaller ones. Try six people. There's six. For, yes. Six people. Even, even the 11 year olds eating like, you know, grown men. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so you're going to have to go through and get two family meals at Target then, the 25 bucks. Possibly <laughs> even three with a teenager. Three with teenager. <laughs> you know, with um, Friendsgivings too, even if yeah. this is not going to be your main Thanksgiving meal on Thanksgiving Day, you could do a Friendsgiving with this and yeah. that would be really nice too. So yes. each bring an out. item. Yes. Now number four in our daily four. So a military dad who lives in Temple recently went viral after someone took a video of him supporting his daughter at a football game. Take a look at this. <laughs> All right. That's he knows those yeah. moves. He does. <laughs> Pump it. <laughs> okay, well, uh, the video was taken in September and dad, Andre Simmons, and his stepdaughter, Jocelyn, uh, Jaslyn, excuse me, uh, a cheerleader at Temple High School. Well, they were recently invited to be guests on the Tamron Hall show. Tamron said the moment was near and dear to her heart. She was also raised by her stepfather and lived in the same area when she was younger. Uh, after answering a few questions, the dad and the stepdaughter duo even showed the crowd a cheer routine during the show. I wonder what the pressure was like. Are you ready for the yeah! Five, six, seven, eight. Hey, let's go. We're on the Tamron Show. Hey, let's go. We're on the Tamron Show. When I say Tamron, you say Hall. Tamron. Tamron. That was great. I love uh, it. Bespoke cheer just for Tamron Hall. How much yes. do you love that? Everyone's getting into yes. it. I love that. Was really, really great. I need the dad to pop it though a little bit, like. Uh, uh. Yeah. Oh, he was. He, he was doing it. His <laughs> arms too. So he's the, got that very arm, strong arm action going too. It's good. To, I mean, the support to have a parent be that mm. invested in what you're doing. I oh, mean, yeah. she'll never forget that. That's going to go a long, long way. Mm -hmm. Even for the other kids who are out there, seeing this parent out there in the stands, I bet they felt really cheered on and supported, oh, yeah. cheered on as cheerleaders themselves. You know, as a mom, I'm like, oh, I love my relationship that I have with my kids, especially daughters. But that bond between a father or stepfather and a daughter, that is unbreakable. And yeah, that so just really is transformative. And it's so great to see them, like, just spreading joy yeah. to the world. All right, picture this, nice weather, live music, and great food. I mean, come on, the perfect oh, yeah. recipe for a weekend full of fun at the Indian Spring Park and Waco Convention Center this weekend. That's right, that is the place where you want to be starting tomorrow for the annual Waco Cultural Arts Festival. And that three-day festival is more than just music, everything from poetry to science to dancing. The festival will truly have it all. And joining us now to share the details is the president of Cultural Arts of Waco, Doreen Ravenscroft, as well as co-founder of Keep Waco Loud, Jacob Green on the end, and Ali Pettigrew, TikTok star, who you might know, also known as that Englishman in Texas. <laughs> Thanks for coming, all of you, for being here today. We really appreciate it. Uh, you got a lot of brilliant minds and creative people on this couch. Oh, yeah. so, uh, <laughs> let's start talking about the mission of the event and the background. So when was this created and then why? Um, we started in 2004, and a lot of it really was because a lot of the arts in schools were being cancelled, mm. you know, budget issues, and so it was really important that the arts, especially the visual arts, became a part of um, the community, and so the event has been free since 2004. 
That's great. All right, so uh, with this festival, there's a, a, a arts fest, there's a word mm -hmm. fest, there's a science fest. Yep. Talk a little bit about each of these and why even you decided to include science in this. Well, you know, why did we decide? Because, um, well, I'm kind of sciencey. Okay. <laughs> You're not. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, physics, chemistry, and math was my major, but yes, I do art. Mm -hmm. And I've always felt that um, science is very much integrated with the arts, and especially when it comes to color. Yes. And so um, that's what we tried to do. And, we, you know, and the more and more you're in the computer world, mm -hmm. the more we kind of needed to have something that was a little bit more interesting for the old, the yeah. older young generation, older. you know, yeah. the ones sense. that I think they're 20 okay. but they're still 12. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so the WordFest, what is that? So, so WordFest um, actually started in 2004, but that's all about poetry. And so um, we have um, usually about 100 or so um, submissions mm -hmm. and then we have an anthology which is created every year i think this year 75 poets are being um wow. included yeah. including a 14 year old for the first time from wake up that's also wow. your which is Fantastic. awesome yeah now yeah. i've got two questions for you i mean i'm gonna flip, flip the way they're actually listed right now uh <laughs> for us but i'm gonna get this background on you first for those who don't know you have a major presence on social media on TikTok. i follow you on instagram oh thanks man um, and <laughs> I will you're now. welcome <laughs> and you are an englishman who now is in texas documenting life tell us about uh, how that all started and what it's been like for you um, well, it started because um, well, I married a Texan. Um, you know, That's my wife. She's from Lorena. <laughs> and um, well, I, I, the 16 years prior, I was working in television, so I was hosting TV shows. But when my last TV show ended right this minute, um, we moved back to Texas, and I was kind of at a bit of a loss of what to do. And so I just started making videos because I find that Texas is really misunderstood outside of Texas. People don't sort of get the real Texas, and so I started sort of making videos about that. But at the same time wanting to do videos that kind of bring people together to show all the things that we have in common. Mm -hmm. and like, like events like this, it's like, what don't you love? You know, people love music and they love food and they love art and it's so, trying to find the things that we can all agree on. Where are you from? Where am I from? It's a long story, but I'm a <laughs> British, <laughs> but born you, in Hong Kong. Okay, because I'm, I'm, okay. Met okay. my wife in Singapore. Okay. My dad was born in India. It's very good, it's very good. You're from planet Earth is where <laughs> that's what right. I'm saying. That's where you're from. So that's what, true. What is your role then in this festival and why did you decide to get involved? Um, uh, why did I decide to get involved? Uh, the woman, the myth, the legend, Doreen's Ravencroft. <laughs> I mean, like, you, you know, you've Waco, you've got, uh, you've got Baylor, you've got the Dr. Pepper Museum, and you've got Doreen. <laughs> <laughs> so absolutely He's wanted to be uh, involved. But also, so my, my role is really, um, I'm going to be sort of on the host. I'm going to be on the main stage. Yes. I'm going to be introducing the acts. I'll be wandering around, meeting people, mingling, and I'll be doing videos while I'm there as well to try and get people to come out. Come out. You're going to have a great time, I promise. Yeah. And the weather's going to be fabulous. It's going to be amazing. I can't wait. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Now, Jacob, we have questions for you. Keep yeah, that's right. So uh, you're the co-founder of Keep Waco Loud, which, by the way, I love that because, you know, Absolutely. we grew up loud in my family. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, why did you decide to take part in this festival, and what's your role? Well, uh, Doreen's been gracious to bring yeah. me in on uh, our first year of formation of Keep Waco Loud, which was six years ago. Mm -hmm. I think so. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, we, we just kind of had our finger on the pulse of some of the alternative music going on around town, and Doreen always wanted to you know, highlight that, uh, and, and we're doing it again this year. Every single performer is a Waco resident that's going to step on that stage. Wow. Which is pretty amazing. All the headliners, uh, it's fantastic. There's a lot of talent in this town. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Man. Waco's blowing up. It really is. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
And I know excited. that Keisha got to dance in this festival a couple of years ago. We want to tell us about. I want to hear what Keisha has to say. <laughs> and then people want to dance. What do you need to do? I was a reporter. I was out, you know, looking around for stories. I ran into Doreen, and we were talking about the arts festival. And I was like, I can dance for you. <laughs> and I said, Okay. Yes, I was, you know, kind of serious, but kind of joking. And then I go to work, and the next day, my boss is like. This lady Doreen Ravenscroft came by and said, You're gonna dance in a culture. <laughs> and I was like, What? And it went on from there. Mm -hmm. And I'm telling you, I had never danced professionally before. Um, I had to go out and find an instructor to put together a routine and oh then for him to help me find some people to create a troupe. <laughs> and it was this whole ordeal, but I was gonna, I was determined. Is that video? Let's cut to the video, shall we? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I know it's I was looking somewhere. for it, but I cannot it? find it. I just you saw it like maybe two weeks ago and I don't know where I saw it, but it's, it's somewhere. But I was reliving that time and I had such a great well, time. You can I'd always come dance with us this weekend. Yes. Hey, you yes. know what? You never know, I might pop up. You know, we would love that because we have a pickleball pop-up. Oh yes, we do. And you could come dance on the pickleball. Yeah. I, I, I'm, you know, I'm down to do yeah, they had, they had the actual pickleball. That's maybe a bit too small, but the pickleball. <laughs> yes. Okay, yes. But they've even turned that into art as well. In fact, yes. you can see it on my Instagram. Okay. <laughs> yes. We will find it yes. there. I've been talking about the music a little bit more. I mean, what sort of artists and bands will be taking part in the festival? If you can give us an idea of some of them. Yeah. Uh, so Friday is going to be more of a hip hop soul. Uh, vibe uh, headliners Cam KT. Uh, he had a headlining spot last mm -hmm. year, and Doreen just loves I his story. Um, yeah. So uh, Cam KT has tons of fans in Waco, so they're going to be there. Saturday we have the Mike Stanley Band headlining, and they're going to be doing a laser light show. Yes. Ooh. Ooh, okay. Yeah. That sounds mm -hmm. fun. Incredible. Yep. Awesome. And then Sunday uh, the headliner is Dave Ennis from Restless Heart. Um, oh, excellent. Yeah, so excellent. He, he's going to bring on some friends with him. And oh, and they are incredible. We were at their so place good. the other day and they, were, they started singing, just gathering around. <laughs> they blew us away. So I'm like, I cannot actually yeah. wait for that one. That's going to be awesome. We, you know, I mean, we just know it's going to be just a wonderful... Dave himself is an amazing um, piano player, but he's just going to bring in all his artists, mm -hmm. um, singers. And yeah, don't miss that one. That's going to be yeah, awesome. Yeah, don't miss. So obviously this is a great place for individuals, for families. I'm thinking, you know, with all the kids, how, how much is this? Is there any money involved in this? Ooh, it's steep, isn't it? Yeah. Oh it's zero. Zero bucks. I mean, the only thing you do have to pay for coffee and food. Yeah. But um, other than that, the event is free and Perfect. we want to keep it that way. Yeah, that's what I love about Doreen, though, is because she believes art's for everybody. Yeah. Yes. You know, that's I why do. it should be free. Yeah. Bring your own pickleball paddle, or will there be some there? Oh, actually, there's, I think there's going to be some there because the Waco Tennis off, bring Club. Your own. Yeah. And yeah, bring your own. And in fact, they'll probably be having um, an instructor there. So for some of the time, you can come and get some free advice on pickleball. Yes, oh. it is catching on. Like, Do you play? Like, uh, it's the fastest growing sport in America. It, it is. is. It's yeah. great. It's, I want, I've got to get out there and start playing. For yeah, sure. me too. <laughs> Again, the annual Waco Cultural Arts Festival kicks off tomorrow at Indian Spring Park in Waco. You don't want to miss it. Three day event. Again, free, totally free. For a closer look at all the fun, scan that QR code right there in the bottom of your screen with your phone or tablet. It'll take you right there, and you can see everything you need to see to have the fun this weekend. Thanks to all of you for coming. We're yes. really pleasure. Thanks Thank for having you. us. Thank you. Can't wait. Thank you. All right. Well, since 2012, a statewide initiative from the Texas Workforce Commission has helped connect veterans, transitioning military members, and their spouses to employers across Texas. Yeah, one week from today, Waco's 
hiring, Red, White, and You Hiring Fair will take place at the Waco Convention Center. Here to tell us about that is Jose Palacios with the Workforce Solutions for Central Texas, or the heart of Texas, we should say. We want to thank you for being here again. Uh, okay, so this is, we know, a big deal all across the state. Who, we want to know who's involved in this and how many of these events happen every year. All right, so this is a, a big collaboration with the Texas Workforce Commission, the Texas Medical Center, Texas Veterans Commission, and locally here with Workforce Solutions for the Heart of Texas. And actually there's uh, from the 1st of November to the 17th, they have an opportunity for 28 of these events across the state of Texas. Lots of opportunities there. Yeah. So this is called a hiring fair, not a job fair. What's, what's the difference? Well, we started doing this uh, maybe a year or two ago, and it's just, you know, due to the whole situation of the economic development, everything is happening. We, we wanted to encourage people to know that this is a hiring event. Actually, uh, people are getting hired at these uh, events on site. So mm -hmm. that's why we put the hiring in there because last year's event, we had 92 hires that mm. on site. That people walked out with the job offer. So oh, wow. Yeah, that's that's why we do that. That's yeah. incentive to go for it sure. Is. What kinds of resources and opportunities will folks have access to when they come to this? Okay. We have a lot of uh, resources that actually will help veterans eliminate some of the barriers that, that they may have at the time. A uh, good example of them is the Texas um, Vocational Rehabilitation Services. They'll be there. The Texas Veterans Commission will be there as well. So it's just an example of things that uh, veterans can use to eliminate some barriers. What about the different industries? Like what types of industries will be there? Do you think it's pretty vast? It is actually very diverse. We have everything from hospitality retail, advanced manufacturing, healthcare, all these uh, things that are in our economy here in the six counties that we serve. Cool. You talked about this in the past here on this very show. What kinds of feedback have you gotten from folks about uh, past events and this one in particular? Okay. On the employer side, they're very pleased with the uh, organization, the flow, mm -hmm. the turnout and quality of the job seekers. And the job seekers, uh, you know, they really uh, appreciate the diverse and the amount. Uh, right now we've got probably 75 uh, employers and resources re registered for this event. So the mm -hmm. job seekers enjoy the the multiple opportunities to meet these hiring managers. Yeah. Can you tell me about some of the skills and the traits that the veterans have, you know, that uniquely qualifies them for these jobs? Absolutely. So they, besides the hard skills, what they do learn, they have everything from mechanical, uh, professional engineering to, you know, anything you could possibly imagine doing mm -hmm. in the armed forces. From that all the way to the soft skills. The soft skills really shine because they have very strong soft skills when they come in and we're talking about working on your own, team uh, team environment, uh, uh, positive uh, attitude, mm -hmm. enthusiasm, all these things, uh, you know, showing up on time, mm -hmm. showing up period, all these great things that, that employers are looking for. I know when I was a young reporter, I was learning about the military, you know, I think of it as its own little city. You know, it has yes. all of the inner workings of, you know, a, a city. It has your, your heads at the top. It's got your, your folks, you know, in the middle. You know, it's got everything from public safety to, oh, yeah. the, to the hospital you can, to, you know, yes. HR, so to speak, you know. A lot of it skills is to be learned yeah. and applied everywhere. And so I know that the theme Red, White, and You, we're talking about veterans, military, and their families, but can anyone be a part of this? Absolutely, and we do encourage the public, uh, any job seeker who's looking for a new job or someone who may be thinking of changing careers, we encourage them to come to this event. Okay. Cool. Excellent. And what do you like the most about being a part of this when you're connecting people with job opportunities and also getting good people plugged into these businesses? They have to be, I'm sure, thankful for mm -hmm. this. What's that like for you to be able to help coordinate all of it? Yeah, it's really, uh, I enjoy it and it's gratifying when you know that you're impacting the lives of individuals. One on the business side, the employers, they, they, they need a business, they have a business to run, so they're actually finding the individuals to fit those needs. And then the job seekers, they're actually changing their lives, uh, getting some new opportunities to, to provide for their families. So that's the exciting thing about 
uh, doing these kind of events. I'm a visual person. Uh, I'm yeah. thinking of the face, like the, the face of the person that's just being hired. They might have been out of a, a job for a while. You know, they've got bills, they've got families, they've got responsibilities, and this comes along. Yes. Last year we had an individual. He was in transitional uh, mm -hmm. housing. He's a veteran, actually, and he actually came to this event and found employment with the Salvation Army and was able to move into some uh, stable housing. And oh. so that's the oh, kind of things that we like to see. So that that's exciting. Awesome. We have this QR code on the screen for you. You can actually get information, and you can register for this event too by scanning that QR code. Is that required beforehand to register, or is it just kind of additionally helpful? It's additionally helpful, and it's encouraged because you'll you'll skip some of the line and get in a little faster. Mm -hmm. So we encourage that for anybody who wants to come out. Get your face seen first. Yes. Yes, get up there. <laughs> All right, Mr. Palacios, thank you so much for coming by and talking to us about this. I can't wait to hear about the success yeah. stories the next time we talk to you. It's going to be fantastic. Thank you Very for good. having thank me. Thank you. Right. Again, the hiring fair, Red, White, and You, it's coming up one week from today on Thursday. And coming up next, personal space. You're going to have a lot of company probably in town for the holidays possibly. So how do you maximize your living space to accommodate overnight guests? We're going to show you. Uh, believe it or not, Thanksgiving is only three short weeks away, and if you plan to host this year, you may be confronted with the dilemma of yeah. where to put those overnight guests. I've been dealing with this myself, actually. Mm. A full house of loved ones, it's great on Thanksgiving for a special kind of chaos, fun chaos, though. So today, interior designer Christina Proctor-Hurst shows us how to make the most of the space you have. Today at Personal Space, we're talking about maximizing the space. Now, this is not a small house, but with this space, you've definitely done a lot to make sure there are hidden contraptions and ideas yeah. to make sure people can have a comfortable time visiting. We talked about the kitchen and all the seating available in the kitchen now. Mm -hmm. Let's look now at the sleeping arrangements. Mm -hmm. In addition to the three, three bedrooms in this house, uh -huh. this living room becomes kind of like a little bunk bedroom, essentially. Yeah, you or can little... sleep four more in here. Yeah, let's check it out. Let's okay, so we've got two of these huge chair and a half. Well, they're sleeper beds. They fold out to a twin size bed. So you've got two twin size beds, beds in here. And then this sectional is monstrous. You can sleep two full grown adults, probably four kids on here if you wanted to. If you push the ottoman up against the couch, you're gonna get even more sleeping. So this is the ultimate hangout house if you wanna look at it that way. Yeah. So this chair and a half, becomes a twin size bed and it's such an easy process you just remove all the cushions and then you there's a flap that you flap out and then you pull the frame out from that just like you would the old sofa beds from 100 years ago it's the same concept and then I like to put the big pillow back at the top so you don't slide off the top of the bed. And when it comes to customizing furniture, a lot of folks might be intimidated by that process or afraid of it for one reason or another. But for some people, it's really what you need to get what you want. Talk about the, the necessity and when it's time to customize as opposed to buying from a store. Well, budget is a big deal. I mean, customizing is obviously gonna be a little more expensive. And, but like just say for this room, for example, I needed a sectional that fit exactly this shape, that fit exactly this seating. And you can go to different furniture stores around and kind of buy pieces and put parts together. But then when you've got fabric requirements and you want uh, feather down blend pillows and you want all the things, uh, people like me that have a, a business, I have custom makers all over the country that we can get something built for almost the same price as some of these big box furniture stores. And you know the quality is gonna be better. Yeah, so really for the sake of the space and everybody having a good time and enough room to wiggle yeah. around and enjoy yeah. themselves, 
Customizing makes sense. I mean, it doesn't get more squishy comfy than this, does it? No, it's pretty cozy. <laughs> we'll see you next time. This has been a Rogue Media Network production.